Thank you so much for being here. We're excited to be here with you today. I am Karina, and I have a very special guest with me today, um, Sergio, who happens to be my amazing husband. <laughs> Say hey. Hey. Um, so he's uh, here with me this week. Uh, my dad is just taking a little break to kind of be with my mom, and so we're excited just to kind of chat with you today um, about something, a specific topic that we both have kind of um, dealt with, and we know if you guys, if we've dealt with it, you guys have dealt with it too, um, and that topic is of how to deal with disappointment, you know? Um, what do you do? How do you process? Um, what are some good things to do? What are some not good things to do? Um, I know we can kind of both speak to, to both of those things. Um, I know this is a big thing for me because I have all these expectations, you know, of myself, of others, and I've had to learn, you've actually helped me a lot with this, I've had to learn how to like be realistic about that, you know? Um, so would you say, well, first of all, what do you want to say about like just the topic in general, anything, I know we're going to chat about it, but yeah, um, I just think it's, it's something that everyone deals with yeah. and I think that most people don't really ever get taught how to deal with it. They just That's kind true. of experience it and then are left to kind of pick up the pieces mm -hmm. and I think it would have been helpful, you know, a long time ago to kind of have a framework or a mindset of how do you deal with things yeah. that are disappointing or events that don't turn <laughs> out the way that you think yeah. they should and oh, yeah. kind of preparing you with small disappointments so then when something major happens you kind of already hopefully have a go-to mindset or, right. a, or a way to handle it versus yeah. just dealing with it for the first time yeah 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 no, and I think that's so real, you know, um, I mean, everybody deals with disappointments and experiencing, you know, like this expectation and then like it totally, um, you know, like it just totally flops or whatever. And you're just like, man, that's not what I was expecting. And for me, one of the biggest things I've learned is that like disappointments don't come based on like what, what it is. It comes based on what I was expecting it to be. And so I think that you have to learn to accept reality and the experiences that they are, you know, um, and it, you know, it, you can experience disappointment in just like things, but I think the hardest one is when it has to do with a person, you know, when it's like a disappointing relationship or interaction or whatever. I remember I'll share a story and maybe you can think of one. I remember when we first got married, um, let's see, this year will we be married for, is it 14 or 15 years? Uh, I, I don't can't, know. I can't, I can't I remember think, either. I thought it I was think, 13. What? No. no, no, it's definitely not 13. Okay, well anyways, we'll have to do the math. I think it's 15 this year. Yeah. I think so. Anyways, I remember when we first got married, um, I was like, you know, as, as a little girl, you grow up reading fairy tales, watching fairy tale movies, like, and it's always like this magical, like, thing that happens, like, you know, Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast, and, you know, there's like, it's just like this magical thing. That's kind of 
what you grow up with as a little girl expecting your love story to be like, right? Not that we didn't have magic and we don't still have magic. <laughs> but I remember my biggest thing was like, I was, I had this expectation of like kind of experiencing that. And I, and I remember fighting, I remember fighting and being like, this is, this is horrible. Like, are we supposed to fight this much? And I remember you told me when, and it was like maybe our first or second year of marriage, you know, and obviously like we didn't live together beforehand. And so there's, there's just so much that you're learning when you first get married. And I remember him telling me like, well, duh, like we done this before we've never lived together we've never like spent this much time together like there's gonna be friction and that's a part of like learning in marriage and all of that but I remember really thinking and thinking like this is not how they show it in the movies you know <laughs> which of course sounds hilarious to even say or expect but again it's just one of those like things you go into with a certain expectation and then like reality hits and you're like Oh my gosh, this is totally wrong. And I think in those moments, you have to decide what you do with that disappointment of whatever that expectation was. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit it right on the head when you said like Ooh, I you're hit it. I hit it. you're not disappointed <laughs> by what you find, but you're disappointed by what you expected to find. Right. Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things to do, and it's kind of one of the pillars of like Stoic philosophy, is like accepting events for what they are mm -hmm. and then you, it's up to you to give that event meaning so like if you get a flat tire it's completely neutral it just happened <laughs> right but to us it's like oh i'm it's gonna make me late i have to yeah. change it it's gonna cost me money now all of a sudden you've given it the context of a negative event right. or and i think one of the hardest things to do is treat people that way and just mm, really see good. people for who they really are yeah. and accept the events that's good they are versus like this idealized image of oh well i think my best friend should always do this this mm -hmm. and this and if i'm not feeling good they should automatically call me or bring me a present or whatever mm -hmm. we make up these like idealized versions of the people in our lives and yeah. then when the people don't live up to them mm -hmm. we're automatically disappointed instead of just accepting it for what it is and yeah. then dealing with it. And then I'm not, not to say that you can never have disagreements or, or fight with people, but right. I think a lot of issues are created ahead of time in our heads versus yeah. like, Oh, when I get married, I expect my wife to cook and clean and the house to be perfect when I get home and dinner that, to be ready. Or those your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, cook it doesn't happen. The house to be clean. <laughs> instead of like building together and say hey yeah, right, this is right. kind of what i think would be a good idea how do you want to approach yeah, you know true. the week or our lives or or everything we need to balance mm -hmm. and i think the more things that are unspoken and you just kind of expect certain things mm -hmm. you're setting yourself up to be disappointed right just because no one is ever going to be aware of those expectations and so you're already setting up the balance the scales to be tipped in yeah in the wrong way because they no, have no way sure. to live live up to something that they don't even they're not even aware of yeah no that's true that's very true and i think you know obviously like there's dealing with expectation and disappointment with like people and then you know which i want to talk more about that but um 
I know one of the things that I can always count on is the consistency of God and his character. You know, like there's definitely been times where I have, I have had like these certain expectations with like relationships or certain people or whatever, and just felt like, oh, again, because of my expectations, but felt like so disappointed or let down or like, man, like that was not that did not turn out the way I wanted it to, or, you know, that did not happen the way I thought it was going to. Um, and just feeling like this hole because of it. And, you know, where I have felt God come in and be like, you know, remember that I'm constant, that I'm consistent. And, and I think even to speak to like the clarity of the expectations, you know, I feel like God has been super clear with us on what we can expect from him. You know, and I think that's really cool about God because in the word and through like relationship with him, he reassures that like expectation that we can have and what he is for us and who mm -hmm. he is for us and all of that. And so I think like, yeah, for sure, there's like that side of the people that we have to deal with. But, you know, just to remember that consistency that God provides um, when, you know, those expectations with people do fail. But again to speak to what you were saying i think it is really important in those relationships to try to be clear with the expectations you know um so i have a question for you and it might put you on the spot but so like and this is kind of speaking to going into something or a relationship with an expectation like if you if you are in a relationship with somebody, like it's obviously someone you know, it's not like just like a stranger off the street or whatever. It's like you have a connection, yeah. you know, there's like an exchange there and there's a history, whatever. Like a spouse or a sibling or a, you know, son or daughter or parent or whatever, or best friend. Um, do you think there is a place for placing expectations on them if it pushes them to grow? Well, yeah, I think, I mean, everyone has expectations. And I think the key with that scenario is, or any interpersonal scenario, mm -hmm. is you have to communicate the expectations depending yeah. on the relationship. And yeah. there has to be understanding and yeah. some form of agreement. Like, I think with our yeah. kids, like yeah, the yeah. expectation that I have, that I have communicated to them out loud is when you finish eating dinner, you go and you wash your plate, you wash your silverware, and that communication has happened so they right. so it's not like they get up from the table and i've never told them and then yeah. now i'm upset or disappointed that they didn't clean up after themselves right. i had to make sure yeah. that if this is something i expect from you a i'm going to tell you so you're aware of it right. but b i'm going to consistently hold you to this expectation mm -hmm. because obviously our yeah. relationship is you know father child right but yeah, i yeah, think yeah. even so in like level. friendships right. or spousal relationships if you have an expectation yeah. that's uncommunicated mm -hmm. that's unfair to the other person yeah, because definitely. there's no way they can live up to it so right. there's nothing wrong with having expectations or values or you yeah. say i expect and i you know would hope that the person i'm dealing with is going to treat me xyz mm -hmm. these ways these are my values right. but you have to vocalize and communicate them so mm -hmm. they're aware of yeah. your expectations or your standards and they have a chance to either meet them or not and then mm -hmm. you know it'll be very clear if they consistently choose to not meet those expectations mm -hmm. or they you know are not making an effort to grow mm -hmm. then you know that might be a relationship that you need to like 
keep at arm's length or, yeah. or maybe or cut off completely yeah. or, you know, evaluate how much access they have to you. But right. if you never tell them and you're just like constantly disappointed, yeah, no, good, oh, this person never calls me. I'm always the one reaching out. Mm -hmm. Well, did you tell them like, Hey, it'd be cool if you reached out, you right. know, or yeah. if this was kind of a two way street that's good, or yeah. you're just waiting upset that no one called you, you know? Yeah, that's so good. That's really good. And I, and I, I think that the, the biggest thing is, like learning when and how to communicate those expectations and learning um you know how to how to have those conversations because what like it's so true what like you said like if you don't have them about if you're having an expectation on that person then that person is like kind of always set up to fail in the relationship because they are unaware of the expectation that you have you know and it's like most people who are in healthy relationships like want to thrive, you know, for themselves, but also for the other person. And so that's a big thing that I've had to learn is to know like who and what and how to communicate those expectations, you know, because like obviously like Dell we're married, like I have a lot more, which you know, to be true, a lot more expectations on you. <laughs> that I may have like with just a friend, you know? Some of which I still don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's truth to that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, it's, it's difficult for me to communicate expectations and maybe some of you listening and watching can relate. It's difficult for me and I, and I do find, and I'm trying to grow in this, I do find that I do feel disappointed often because it's hard for me to communicate certain expectations because I almost feel like, well, if, if it was something they wanted to do, I know you're laughing because we've had this conversation. If it's something they wanted to do, they would call me, you know, or they would text me or they would reach out to me, you know, like that's my way of thinking. And it is 100% like not the right way to think, you know? And yes, some people that rings true too. It depends on their personality, I think. And then other people, it just it's not it just it's not true for them. They might be like, of course I want to call you, but like, I just like I'm so busy with this or with that, and or their personality type or whatever. And so I think communicating expectations will cut like the disappointing exchanges within relationships, you know. Um, so I think that that's that's really really important. All right, so now I have a question for you. Okay. So this may be not people related or it okay. could be, but okay. say you're actually you've been disappointed, like something uh -huh. that you think is really bad happens, or yeah. you were really hoping this happened and it didn't. Mm -hmm. What do you do next? Like, and give me the real answer, and not yeah. like the church checklist of <laughs> what you should do is go in your quiet closet and pray like no, what do you really do first and then yeah that's a good what question. are some best practices that you've learned okay so I think to be honest when I'm disappointed um, I get pretty like I get flustered and I get upset um, and I get like I have the tendency to kind of like withdraw from a person or even, a, even an environment or a situation, you know, like I'll withdraw, like almost like a little clamor crab. Like I'll just like, I'll pull back and I'll be like, you know, I'm really, I think it creates a sense of uncertainty for me. 
and and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Like I like to feel my personality type. Like I like to feel really secure in my relationships. And so if I'm disappointed by a person that I feel close to, like I'll withdraw, I'll pull back, I'll like kind of almost do like a cold shoulder. Like it's so immature. Like the behavior I exhibit sometimes, <laughs> but that's real. She said it, not me. <laughs> that's my real. That's okay. my real honest truth answer. And so. But again, I'm learning to adjust that and I'm learning to grow. And I feel like I see the most growth with you. Like, I can't remember what it was the other day, but I, I said, I wish I could remember, but I said something to you and you were like, you were like, wow, that was, uh, that was, can you remember? And you were like, wow, no. that was really good, uh, communication or something. And I was like, yeah. You know, just whatever. And you were like, I feel like normally that would have kind of blown up into like a thing. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm growing. <laughs> so I think good practices would be don't do any of the things I tend to do. Don't withdraw. <laughs> don't get angry. Don't, um, you know, do those things. Um, I think a good practice is to to avoid that is to, first of all, communicate the expectation. But if that didn't happen and you you experience disappointment. Um, I think for me, what I'm learning is to evaluate my expectations and to say, okay, first of all, was it realistic? Second of all, did I communicate it? Well, obviously I didn't, you know, okay. Third of all, what can I do to sort of like let this disappointing feeling go so that I don't let it taint that whole relationship, mm. you know? Um, now, if there was something communicated and it was ignored, you know, I think then the process is a little different because then I think that shows you something about the relationship. Sure. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, I think it's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, Do you remember your question? Yeah, okay. I think <laughs> when I'm disappointed, I need time to process it. I need to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to think about it and then I start because I, I like to control a lot of things. I like mm -hmm. to like know what's gonna happen, mm -hmm. what I'm gonna do, who's yeah. gonna do what. And so when something happens that's kind of outside of my control, mm -hmm. I almost have to like grieve it in a way and like mm -hmm. replay it in my mind. Like what could I have done differently? Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't know at the time whether it's a good or bad thing. Like I think of like yeah. when I got laid off and then I was applying to job after job, like yeah. when I, got a no like I would take that as like a really big disappointment yeah. disappointment like yeah. oh there's this sure. job I really wanted and what would it have been the best for me I don't know that's the remains to be seen but like in the moment it feels like a huge disappointment yeah, like a big letdown and so I think like I really needed to process it and then kind yeah. of work through my mental checklist of like did you do your best did you do all of the things yeah. that you were in control yeah. of because once it's out of your hands when you've done like everything you can do that's within your control mm -hmm. i think that kind of helps put it into focus yeah, of like i did everything i know i'm supposed to do or i could have done yeah after that it's out of my hands yeah. and you know it's not something that i was completely in in my control right um i think it definitely helps me to to go for a run i think that mm -hmm. it clears my head i run yeah. i think for a good like 20 30 sometimes 40 minutes of just being by yourself with your thoughts plus you're kind of 
releasing stress at the same time and I think that kind of helps put it in perspective when I'm mm -hmm. done like yeah. was this good was this bad or was it just what it was and then like how do you move forward now what can you control yeah. moving forward because you can't go back in time and change anything or you right. can't right. Yeah. you know you can only learn from it and say like did you prepare it as well as you could have in this case yeah. yes no uh, and right. then you yeah. you know it helps you for the next one but yeah that's good that's good I think also like when you experience disappointment, um, there's, there's a good opportunity for like self eval, you know, like evaluating yourself and evaluating like, okay, why am I disappointed? I had a certain expectation or I thought it was going to be a certain way, or I am comparing this person or this situation to this and it's not what it was, you know? And so I think it's also a good place for evaluating yourself and being like, okay, you know, God, is there something here that I need to adjust? Is there, is this an area that I, you're trying to grow me in? You know, like sometimes I think we experience things like, I don't think God's like doing it, but I think God can come through and be like, hey, you know what? This is how you can grow through this. This is what you can learn from this. Yeah. And it can help prepare you for the next time or it can help you readjust so that you're not here again. Yeah, and I think one of the hardest things is to like see yourself in like a truthful light. I think mm -hmm. as humans, it's really easy to put the blame or, respons or responsibility like outside of ourselves sure. and say like, yeah. wow, this person didn't yeah. do this or this person. And that's person. why I feel this way. And yeah. I think one of the hardest things things to do is to evaluate yourself honestly and like ask yourself did I do my absolute best yeah. did, was I my best the best version of myself yeah, sure. in this situation yeah. could I have done this better and I think part of that is like and I, I can't remember who said it and then it said like not everything is your fault in your life but it's your responsibility mm -hmm. and if you are constantly like pointing the finger outside of yourself or saying you know I didn't get a job because this is the person and this person right, or yeah. I didn't instead of looking inward mm -hmm. at the stuff you could control and saying, well did I study hard enough did I right. take extra courses did I yeah. practice interviewing with people yeah. to be ready did I do the homework that yeah, they assigned like yeah. what are all the things that you could have done better mm -hmm and are in your control and right. I think that's really really hard for people to do they're always yeah. looking for the quick and it makes you feel better to say oh well if that person only did this it wouldn't have happened yeah, or true. like if the interest rates weren't so high then I could have bought this it's mm -hmm. like eventually <laughs> everything will be someone else's fault yeah, and sure. you're like no longer in control of mm -hmm. anything in your yeah. life so right. I, yeah. I think good. taking responsibility for yourself and the yeah. things that you can control goes a long way yeah, towards definitely moving past disappointment and then setting mm -hmm. yourself up to avoid a lot of future disappointment. Yeah, that's really good. I, I like that. So just to recap some of the main things that we kind of shared, I think um, communicating expectations that you may have. Um, and I think to go along with that, like reevaluate your expectations. Like, are they realistic? Are they like proper for this, you know, relationship or this setting or whatever go into it with realistic expectations you know i think like going to the opposite end of the spectrum and being like i'm gonna expect zero you know <laughs> like that i feel like 
I don't know, maybe there's a place for that, but I think also it kind of leads you to a place of like not ever being able to give yourself the space to have expectations, you know? I guess it depends on what it is. I think you disagree with me, I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, evaluate your expectations. Evaluate your expectations. Um, evaluate, communicate, um, and I think when you do face disappointment, it's okay to stop and like look at why it happened. And I think a big thing too for me is like being able to hand those things over to God, you know, and, and still taking responsibility for yourself, but saying like, okay, God, you know, there's been some times that I, I have been very deeply disappointed with myself or with other people. And, and the way to process that disappointment, the, the thing that works every time, hands down, is when I go to God and I say, God, like, I feel really disappointed or really hurt that I blank or that this person blank. And I want to, like, process through that and I don't want to just, like, wallow in it and let that taint everything else moving forward. So I think you have to learn to give that to God also, along with taking the action that you need to maybe adjust a little bit so that you're not like always feeling disappointed with relationships or friendships or situations. So do you have anything else to add? Um, just the other thing that is important is, and it's really difficult, but to see things for what they are and yeah. understand that we have the power to give those things meaning. And yeah, that's that really, really, really hard. Good. Especially like, yeah. I don't being a parent when like the kids do something, like my instant reflex is either to get upset or be frustrated. And like, no. I don't have to do that, no. but it's so easy. <laughs> Cause we, we've, for the most part, when it comes to emotions, we don't think about them. We just react or let yeah. the emotion come and then we act as a result of it sure, sure. versus like taking a moment yeah. and then deciding like, was this really that bad? What is this? How do I want to respond versus, yeah. versus just having that knee jerk response instantly, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> screaming at them or telling Oh my gosh. Stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, it's really difficult, but I think it, that it would is. help a lot. No, that's good. That's really, really good. And, and I'm glad you recapped that too. Cause that, that is super important, you know, um, kind of checking your emotions and, you know, being able to kind of process that too. And, you know, it's kind of like when you go to, I remember this Italian restaurant that you took me to. It's actually happened to us twice because he knows Italian food is my favorite. And so anytime he plans like a really special thing or just like date nights or sometimes anniversaries, um, we'll try a really nice Italian place. So, um, we were, one of them was just like a date night and it was, remember that place you found in Arlington? It was like, it was by our old house somewhere. It was super random and it was like that they make homemade pasta and it was like in this weird area and I don't know if you remember it, but so he was telling me all about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm so excited <laughs> because I love Italian food. And so I had all this expectation, right? So we went and we like ordered our food and like, and like it was good, but it wasn't like amazing, right? It was like, but the example is that like you go into something sometimes having like this certain expectation and then when you experience it, it's almost like, mm, that wasn't great, you know, or sometimes on the flip side, you experience it and you're like, whoa, like that exceeded my expectation. like. When those things happen that exceed your expectations, you go back to it, right? We never went back to that restaurant because <laughs> we were disappointed. No. Like we wanted it to be so good. 
you know, but it's kind of like the example is like you learn from those, you know, and it's like if you are going to something or someone that always leads to disappointment, if you've communicated and things like that, you know, like you may need to like adjust based on your experiences and be like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to keep going back there. Yeah, for sure. You know? It's like that yeah. quote that says when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm. And I think a lot of times we try to have that That's idealistic good. version of them in our minds that right. like, oh, no, they really, they, they didn't mean it. Or, yeah. oh, no, they, they're really having an off day. I think they're really a dependable person, right. even though they're never on time to anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, if, when someone starts showing you their character, it's you true. take it at face value yeah. and yeah. then, you know, yeah. move on from there. Right. And I think that, that just that point that also speaks to like, learning and growing and understanding and also accepting people for being the way that they are for sure and that's one thing that i'm learning right now is i need to accept especially if it's somebody i love you know i need to accept this person exactly how they are and i i need to adjust my expectation because it's not fair to them it's also not fair to me because it's putting me in a place of being like rah, 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 every time, you know, and I need to just embrace that person for exactly who they are and exactly what they can give or don't give or whatever. And I think that that brings a um, different level of joy and contentment to your life when you can learn to do that. Um, because it's almost like you're going into things in a more reality way, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think, yeah, that that makes total sense yeah. because, you know, true happiness and joy is like internal. Like yeah. outer situations will always find a way to either let you down or you're disappointed. It didn't turn out exactly how you wanted, but you still have the choice to make the best of it. Right. And a lot of times we rob ourselves of that choice yeah, by letting that disappointment kind of take over. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap us up. Thank you so much for sharing. I love doing this with you. Thank you for making the time to do this with me. And we hope that this was just kind of gave you some like real perspective and encouragement. You know, number one, remember like you're not alone. Everybody experiences disappointment. <laughs> and uh, we just hope that you can take kind of some of these pointers and like, you know, kind of adjust and learn and practice. And, Thank you guys so much for being here again at The Drop, where we are dropping truth and bringing life, and we hope that this just brought some life to you this week. And we encourage you to share this with a friend. You know, honestly, this topic this week um, is truly something everybody deals with. So share it with a friend, um, and, and it'll bring life to them too. So we'll see you guys here next week. Serge, you'll be here with me next week, right? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> okay, so um, we'll see you guys next week. Have an awesome Wednesday, and see you next time. Yeah.